Welcome to If Numbers Could Talk. My name is Keelan. If Numbers Could Talk is a part of the Thinkering Group. You can find us over at thinkering.space. You can also find at Thinkering Space the Thinkering Talks podcast, the Exofathom podcast, along with the Plank Talks with Joe. When you get a chance, please check out our merchandise. We have merchandise on our website, thinkering.space, as well as merchandise at teespring.com slash thinkeringshop. Please visit, grab a t-shirt, grab a mug. We'll appreciate it. And when you do, feel free to let us know that you've decided to become a member of any of our fan clubs. Here at If Numbers Could Talk, what we'll be discussing over time is various numbers, numbers that come from different place, places, excuse me, um, numbers that come from sports, numbers that come from entertainment, nothing just off the top of the head. We try to keep the emotions out of it and simply go over numbers. Today, we'll be taking a venture that is a little new. We're, we'll be adding something to the resume, right? And what we're doing today is we're staying with entertainment and we're going into literature, so to speak, comic books. In today's episode, in a form of comic book uh, reference, what we'll be doing is we'll be going to some of your favorite characters. Can't say heroes, can't say villains, because there's, there's both. There's even some some uh, on the fencers here, right? But what we'll be doing is we'll be taking a look at some of the wealth. Now, a lot of the research I did, for a lot of these guys, you can find a lot of different things. Um, but instead of worrying about how much the person had, like a lot of research is like, oh, this person only has this much money. But I looked at the wealth overall. What do they own? What do they control? That is what wealth is, right? So these numbers are a little bit different from the regular. There won't be any high-low stats, so to speak. Um, if you ask me, I, I, there's not even really an order. Well, there is a one, two, three, you know, if you want to rank them. But there's no real order, in my opinion. It simply is what it is. Some of these are a little surprising to me. And there's a lot of information um, that's left out there. If you want to do your own research, maybe you want to build your own list, go for it. I mean, all in fun. Um, and I hope you enjoy. Now, when I started doing my research, of course, you always think of the big names, right? Everyone thinks of your Tony Starks and your Batman. We, we know they have a lot of money. Now, the amount Again, I'm looking at what they own, what they control. That will contribute for me to the wealth, what the actual wealth is. That's what I looked at. And of course, these are fictional characters out of comic books. However, there were some real numbers out there. <laughs> and um, some, there were a few uh, things I found in research where uh, some of these some companies or some characters were likened to real life companies. I didn't really use them for um, information, but I thought that was a very interesting outlook. So let's start with uh, one of everyone's favorites, right? 
someone who everyone knows he has a lot of money, but you always think to yourself, where did he get this money from? And again, I'm not doing this in any particular order. There won't be a high, low. Here's our number one. Here's the lowest total. Won't be doing that today. However, these numbers, again, are pretty interesting. So I'm going to start with our lowest, our lowest totem, lowest on the totem. And again, we're not really ranking them, but I will note who is the highest and who is the lowest and the questionable. However, our winner for the $3.5 billion of wealth, $3.5 billion of wealth, this comic book character got his inheritance from his parents who were nuclear scientists. They also helped fund his ventures and helped fund um, the school that he started for children who were gifted. This comic book character is Charles Xavier, Professor X. So that was a little interesting to me that Professor X is only worth $3.5 billion considering uh, he funds the all of the X-Men initiatives, considering how many times the mansion's been destroyed. I mean, 3.5, I mean, I guess that is quite a bit of money. However, I thought that was very interesting. Like, <laughs> Professor X only has 3.5. I expected him to be in the top five, but he is definitely not. Uh, whether it's my list or any list you make, he will not be in your top five. Uh, someone else, uh, I wanted to just cover him. Aquaman. That's our next person. I'm not even going to, before I even cover the amount of money or the amount of wealth that uh, he amasses, Aquaman. Now, when it comes to wealth, most people think of what's tangible, right? When most people think of wealth, they think, oh, well, what do I have in my pocket? What can I attain? What can I put my hands on? What's, what's mine? Well, Aquaman is the king of the seas, the seven seas, like all of them, everything in the seas, everything under the seas, the oil, the gold, all the minerals, all the shipwrecks, all of the treasures, hidden sunken treasures, mystical uh, artifacts that are hidden beneath the depths of the ocean, right? According, this is comic books we're talking about. So there's a lot of lore uh, when it comes to the ocean and the amount of wealth that can be hidden in the ocean. So the number that uh, I found, because I, I did have to look a little, I was very curious with Aquaman. Like, what, what's a number we could find for Aquaman? And this is a questionable number. I, I, again, I, yes, all of those things are real. Um, even if this was real life, all of those things exist in the ocean. The question is, how much is each, how much is everything actually worth? So to put the number 150 trillion, $150 trillion of wealth. Now, this is measured in U.S. dollars, of course. That's where I am. That's the measurements of a lot of the uh, uh, articles I read. It was given to me in dollars. Uh, U.S. dollars, excuse me. So, Aquaman, $150 trillion. That is crazy, crazy. However, um, he's the king of the seas, the seven seas, king of the ocean. He controls... What, what's that, three-fourths three fourths of the planet? All right, let, let's not even worry about monetary. Three-fourths of the planet, that's all the wealth you need, right? So we're going to put an asterisk by Aquaman. However, that is a real thing. Uh, if we had to, if there had to be a, a hero that I wanted to start a bank, there would be, I have a top three, Aquaman is number two. 
because he has enough, he can find enough things that um, are equitable in which sense he can amass that type, of, that type of a fortune. His wealth is abundant. Now, we go from Aquaman, we cover Charles Xavier. Um, and if you ask me, they're polar opposite ends of the spectrum, not just because of the number, the figure that figures I named for them, but just Charles Xavier and Aquaman. Aquaman's kind of Aquaman, if you know what I mean. If you read the comics, or you watch shows, but if specifically you read the comics, Aquaman's kind of Aquaman. It's just that simple. Next on my list, again, in no particular order, I have Lex Luthor. I wanted to know so bad. Now, in the process of looking for Lex Luthor, of course, I thought to myself, what about Superman? Not on the list. <laughs> I don't think the Fortress of Solitude um, has has a real estate uh, tag on it any, in any form. So there was no financial information to compile on Superman. And there, were, there was no one even out there willing to take a guess. I mean, if I were to take a guess, I'd say he makes less than the average simply because he's Superman. He works at the daily, uh, whoa, blank. I'm going to get tore up for that. It's all right. Um, but yeah, Superman works at the newspaper. That's it. He, he's, he's a reporter for the newspaper. Um, so yeah, back to Lex Luthor. And so when we get to Lex, it, it's a little, I was confused as to where it would come from because my understanding is Lex grew up you know, kind of was just like a little street punk or a thug. Brains of the most operations ended up coming up. He was, you know, hardcore street guy, so to speak, right? Which is why a lot of people, I think, don't understand that. Sidebar, I don't know if Lex Luthor was necessarily evil as much as he really just hated Superman. And I think he really hated Superman because he didn't have anything that most humans could contest with, but then you have this Superman. <laughs> Don't quote me, just a thought I had, no emotion in it, just a dry thought. But Lex Luthor, he's a supervillain. He has supervillain tendencies. However, what is not discussed is Lex Luthor has investments in tech. He is an inventor. He has investments all around the globe in real estate. Yes, these are fictional characters, but these are all real things that happened in the comic books. And uh, although there was a short rise to his success in a sense, uh, basically meaning we don't know where it started to understand how he got, how far he got, but at a point he became the president, right? Um, Lex Luthor is listed to be worth 70, or, or excuse me, to have a wealth of 75 billion dollars. Now let's also keep in mind there was a time where Lex Luthor was funding the entire United States with weaponry. He was the number one go-to at one point. So um, throughout the comic books there is some ways to understand how Lex Luthor would come to 75 billion. Kind of interesting considering Professor X only has 3.5 billion but we're not really comparing just going over some things 
mentioning some things that I found very interesting when it came to numbers and comic book characters wealth. Now, this was one of my favorite to research, if I'm being honest. This I had a lot of fun with this particular one. Um, this guy, he has nephews everywhere that are doing their thing when it comes to entertainment and their comic books and their cartoons. Yes, these are fictional characters. Yes, this particular character has an entire lineage. It just is what it is, right? Um, and let's talk about the lineage. Let's talk about Donald Duck. How much money does he have? How much wealth is he worth? Hmm, big question. What about Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Man, really wondering. Love those shows, but we're talking about the comics, not the worth of the property. So the guy that, the, the character, excuse me, that I am thinking of discussing at this moment, our next on the list is Scrooge McDuck, Uncle Scrooge. Now, Scrooge McDuck, I actually thought he would have been worth more. I thought he would have been worth something like, you know, things he said. What was it? Let, let me get this right. One multipajillion, nine opsitiquilimatillion, $623.62. Sounds a lot higher than $65.4 billion, but $65.4 billion is insane for Scrooge McDuck. Now, for those who don't know, Scrooge McDuck dies off of a diving board into a vault that is filled with gold chains and he's, I mean, excuse me, gold coins and he swims through the gold coins. He has that much money that he swims through his money in gold coins. Now, Scrooge McDuck, um, he was like a, a, an explorer, a world traveler from the way I, you know, when you look back at the comics and you do a little research on, hey, what was this? You know, these characters have background. So Scrooge McDuck doesn't have one multipajillion, nine opposites equilimatillion, $623.62. He has $65.4 billion. So when he said um, if he continues to lose his billions in the way he's losing them, he'll be broken 600 years. He might have been overstating because if you're losing billions at a time and you only got 65.4, might take a little less than 600 years, but it'll definitely take longer than six years, if you know what I mean. Um, the craziest thing when I was researching Scrooge McDuck was, you know, he's an older character. So the comics, even the cartoons and all of that stuff, that's that's maybe 20, 30 years old already, right? The, that the end of that property, like when that property came to an end was probably 20, 30 years ago already at this point maybe 20. However, there was a small reboot in 2017. And because of that reboot, during that reboot, there was a more modern um, update of Scrooge McDuck's wealth. And it went from 65.4 billion, which is what it was originally, to $334 trillion according to the information gathered from the 2017 reboot with Scrooge McDuck. 
I thought that was interesting. There is no asterisk by Scrooge McDuck. Um, he is number three on who I would want to bankroll my banks. Um, now, again, I had a lot of fun with the Scrooge McDuck one just because Uncle Scrooge, he dives into a vault full of money. I had to have a, a, simula, a somewhat of a dollar amount to put to that. That's just crazy, right? Um, but it, it was fun. Like it was absolutely fun. And 334 trillion or 65.4 billion, either way, he has a lot of money Char as a character, the wealth that he, uh, ascertained came from also, uh, I don't think I mentioned came from, he discovered a giant gold nugget, like probably the largest gold nugget ever while mining or exploring the world, you know, being a world traveler. And so there you go, Scrooge McDuck. Now, again, try not to stick to just the good guys, try to throw some bad guys in there because the numbers were everywhere. You don't, I, I realized that when you're researching wealth, wealth is on all sides of the board. <laughs> and also, uh, someone who was not covered, someone whose information I did find, but I wasn't, I didn't utilize. Um, I think the Joker should have more money than Batman, but that's just another conversation for another day. Too many emotions in this episode. I apologize, guys. So let's get to one of New York's crime bosses. Crime pays in New York. And it's very clear when you see the kingpin is worth $30 billion. The kingpin. Yes. Now, I think that's pretty cool just to know that in my research, I ran across the kingpin um, having a, a high level of wealth and equity amongst others. Um, I wasn't as surprised when I found uh, Lex. I wasn't, well, again, I went looking for Lex, but I wasn't as surprised to find Lex. Uh, there was another guy I, I do have on the list. I wasn't as surprised to find him, but I was very surprised because I ran across the kingpin. I was not looking for him, but it was interesting because he is a New York City crime boss. That's it. That there's no, you know, underlying, oh, he owns this. He, nope. New York City crime boss. What you gonna do about it? 30 billion New York City crime boss. This is where comics and cartoons and all of those kind of things, like this is where we don't understand how entertaining it can be to, if you don't, if you're not into it, like you can find those side things like, wait, the Kingpin's worth 30 billion? How much is Peter Parker worth? Wait, Tony Stark's in that same universe, isn't he? And those kind of things come into play. And that's how this research <laughs> took me down a few rabbit holes. So bear with me. And that's why, you know, I had to not make a list. I had to pick and choose whom I wanted to share with you all. And who was the most interesting? Who was the least interesting? Professor X. But um, who was the most interesting? Who was the unexpected? Kingpin was probably the most unexpected uh, person to run across in my research. Now, the next person, not as unexpected, much lower than I expected. Again, we're not ranking them. We're not one, two, three. There's no order to whom is whom. Um, 
And because of that, I'm not going to tell you who my number one uh, banking choice would be. I gave you my two and three. So, you know, work it out on your own. So the next guy on my list is probably one of the least emotional on the list, right? Um, the king of Latveria, Victor Von Doom. So Dr. Doom, the tech genius, the guy owns his own island and no one knows how, or maybe we do know how, maybe I missed that part, right? But he is as big of a brain, if not possibly a bigger brain than Reed Richards. He is, in my opinion, a bigger brain than Tony Stark. Hands down a genius, but an evil genius, uh, according to the character, the comics. And so he's a little off kilter. So uh, in which case, probably hasn't made the best decisions as far as investments. However, Victor Von Doom, also known as Dr. Doom, is worth $35 billion dollars. And owns or and owns and runs the country of Latveria. And that country is run from his chair or from his suit, basically. He created all of the technology. He runs everything with his technology and is only worth $35 billion. That is a that was a little surprising. I, I definitely expected Dr. Doom to um, be in the 50 plus category, but it, it said a lot to me about um, what is important even to the writers of these characters, right? Like someone took the time to realize Dr. Doom could have everything that he wanted and needed and not be overkill, even though he is extremely overkill, but not be overkill in the aspect of competing in the uh, business market with everyone else which is what you often see between villains and super tech geniuses in these, um, in comics, in any type of a character situation. It doesn't even have to be a comic. It usually be a mo it could be a movie, but you're usually going to have someone who is competent enough to rival you on your level. And Dr. Doom fights different. If, <laughs> if I'm being fair to say it that way, he fights very different. Um, so with $35 billion, I was even curious to know, you know, it, it, there's a lot of guy, there's a lot of immortals. There's a lot of immortals. And with the exception of one immortal, which is Thor, which they, you know, they say he owns Asgard and oversees the nine realms. So his wealth was a little askew. But of the immortals, most of the immortals have not amassed the billions that a lot of these other characters has. I think that is very interesting. Um, but I think the trade-off is those characters are eternal. They're immortal. So it's a it's a, again something that I believe the writers took time to to point out. So when you leave off from Dr. Von Doom and his $35 billion wealth, I'm gonna move into some of those more familiar names. Right now, I think I was a little surprised at this one. So the next two, I expected one to be higher than the other. The other was not. And then to even realize that both of these guys 
have mostly military or government weapons contracts. Uh, both of these gentlemen have their own industry or enterprise. And they utilize those resources to take on their endeavors. So I'm going to start with the one and only Bruce Wayne, Batman, owner of Wayne Enterprise. Excuse me, Wayne Enterprises. Um, it's said that he owns a third of Gotham City. A third of Gotham City. It's also in my research discovered he might be in his 80s. That was surprising, but not really. It, it, Batman's in his 80s. And <laughs> if you if you watch the comics or, if, or excuse me, if you read the comics or if you've ever found any seen anything about older Batman. He's in his 80s. So Bruce Wayne, Batman, he has military contracts. Wayne Enterprises, a lot of different investments and businesses that he uh, has bought out and or invest in to make money on the site, the same as our next guy. Um, I just was really taken back to find out when you put it all together, the wealth of Batman is only $80 billion. Nothing, nothing to frown at in the real world, but in the fictional world, Batman only has $80 billion. I wonder, with $80 billion, does he think that sometimes he should join the Joker? <laughs> joking, joking. Um, but again, I and I stick by what I said a little earlier. I think the Joker would technically have more, be wealthier than Batman. But that's another conversation. So with $80 billion, I was a little disappointed to find out that Batman was not higher on the list than our next guy, who also has his own suit. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows he's human without the suit. And most interestingly enough, he also has government weapons manufacturing contracts. He is the owner and runner of Stark Industries. This character is Tony Stark, the Iron Man, who is only worth, or excuse me, who is worth in wealth, from my research, $100 billion is the wealth that Iron Man amasses. Now, I think that's very interesting, and I'm wondering how much of that wealth is the Iron Man suit itself. How much of that wealth is the reactors? the cores for his chest. Well, up until a certain point when he doesn't need them. But again, if you read the comic books, you understand. If you don't, I'll stick to what you know. Um, $100 billion tells me for someone who owns the Iron Man suit, which is a weapon, for someone who has created and runs the Iron Man fleet, which is a fleet of mobile weapons, it tells me that that government contract, those government contracts, and I know I am talking about fictional characters, but these things are written with real intent, real context. Um, it tells me that on paper, Tony Stark is the man in charge, but somebody somewhere gets to call it in and say, hey, maybe you need to stop doing that. It's just me. This isn't real business. This is how I understand the fantasy fictional world to be utilizing the term of a dollar or the, the utilizing the value of a dollar. Tony Stark is worth $100 billion. 
dollars. That is his level of wealth when you amass everything that he controls. Now, the next and final character on our list, this person has, in my opinion, probably the most tangible next to uh, probably Dr. Doom. I think Dr. Doom and Scrooge, Dr. Doom and Scrooge, the most control over their own wealth. And what I mean by that is no one else, nothing else. There are no other industries or it, some uh, things that can intervene and say, hey, oh, well, and Professor X, but but there's no one or nothing that can intervene and say, hey, no, or uh, we need something back or that's ours. You know, we, we help fund this. Um, that this character owns all of the vibranium reserves in the country of Wakanda. This character runs and owns, of course, the country of Wakanda. Now, vibranium is the most indestructible metal on the planet. It is only found in Wakanda and is listed to have a value of 10,000 American dollars per gram. Now, when you consider that in Wakanda, there are mountains made of this uh, ore and how much of it's been used around the entire country as far as even clothing, right? You realize that the Black Panther, T'Challa, when, when they tell you or when you find out that his worth, his wealth is large, larger than everyone else aside from say Aquaman and the 2017 uh, Scrooge, T'Challa has a wealth of $90.7 trillion for the Black Panther wealth. Now, that is because the most, the rarest, the most indestructible um, metal, the most indestructible ore is there, as well as the highest level of technology possibly also due to that ore, um, but also the utilization of it. It could have simply just sat there like anything else, unused, untouched, um, and just held sacred. However, that wasn't done. They actually utilized it to for profit uh, in, in so many terms. Um, so not putting an asterisk by it, but Black Panther in the, is very much so in the same vein as an Aquaman. It is what they have in their possession that defines what their wealth is versus, oh, I can go to the bank and take this out versus, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll call my accountant and have them transfer you a wire. <laughs> Everyone else on his list pretty much can do that. That's actually exactly what they needed. Now, for anyone who was wondering, yes, there were a lot more people on this list. Um, Danny Rand was on the list. Uh, Ted Cord was on the list. There was a lot. Um, but most of those guys, or most of those characters, excuse me, got their money either from one of these people I named, or um, the way that they got their funds. You know, again, I chose these particular characters for a reason. But the the way a lot of other characters got their money, it didn't quite lend to the story, or the value wasn't quite lending to 
what else is going on here. It would have been a bunch of Professor X's. And I'm wondering, what do you think of this? Who do you think is the number one for my bank that I would have start my bank? Who do you think I should have put on the list? Who can I add to the list? What would your list look like? I'm very curious. I, I would love to have this discussion with you guys. I would love to do a part two of this if you're interested. I appreciate your time. I appreciate uh, anything at any time that you come in and you decide you want to go over to thinkering.space. If you want to go over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to Thinkering Space, if you want to go on Instagram and subscribe to If Numbers Could Talk, if you want to go on Instagram and subscribe to and follow uh, the ExoFathom podcast or the Thinkering Talks podcast or Plank Talks with Joe, feel free. We're waiting on you to come on by. We have plenty of content for you. Also, if you have Facebook, check us out on Facebook. We'll be there. And looking forward to making more of this for you. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day.